Amanda, how's your lip gloss today? You getting it on the microphone? You good? Sticky. You good? We are here with my dear friend. I've known you forever, Garcelle. I had never gotten more attention when the announcement of Housewives. <laughs> People binge you. But what are you binging? <laughs> I want to know how your emails are doing. You know, I'm in recovery. <laughs> I'm trying. <laughs> this is what this is. This why is what do we you, Why can't you just love me for who I am? I do love you for who you are. I'm trying to help you be a more organized email person. I'm working on it. I've created little folders for things to go once I've read them. That's great. That's a good first step. You really hate the fact that I just hit mark all as read. Yes. You know, we need to organize them, not it, just pretend they didn't exist. <laughs> <laughs> but it got it down to like 18,000. But my current okay. like unread is probably in the 400. I, I mean, 92,000 to 18,000 is huge. So I mean, I'm proud of like you. I like I'm making strides. But yeah, just checking is red a, doesn't count. You is have there a 12-step process for email addiction? So I think there is. There used to be something. I don't know if it still exists. Uh, see, that's the thing. It's the opposite of that. I'm I'm not an email addict. I don't want to do it. I once found something called SaneBox. I don't know if it still exists, but you can download this software on your phone and it like puts them, it trains your inbox to like put them in things. It's It, it, it changed my life. I will look for it. It changed my life. I will try life. it. I'm, um you, Melissa likes to send me texts on days <laughs> when she's not like super crazy busy and she'll be like, do. I'm doing the W's today. And yeah, like go through your, what do I, are you doing? The best way to clean out your inbox is go alphabetical. Like you pick like the name of your kid's school, right? Start with that or your last name. Like my last name would start with an H or W mm -hmm. or yours is S or, you know, so you go through like, you're like, okay, I'll go through all the family members and all the many texts that they've sent me or the teacher or the, you know, the the manager or the whatever. You know, you go through each friend, the friend that sends you the most memes, delete them. No, we love the memes. No, you keep that. I mean, you don't keep the memes because they take up too much hard. Look, I just did a whole clean out on my hard drive. No, you know what I was binging this week? buy more Apple storage. That's what we do. <laughs> <laughs> no, because I'm trying to move things over. I'm trying to clean out. Not only am I trying to clean out my inbox always. My cloud is a chaotic I'm trying to clean up Place. my photos right now. I cannot find photos from before 2014 for some reason. And yeah. I'm trying to clean out my whole photo like box and just like screenshots I took of things that were funny or things I sent people or, you know, I have 5 million pictures of this one birthday cake for my son's fifth birthday. Like, you why do I need those? You very proud of it. I know. But why can't I just keep one of those? So I'm trying to like clear them out. I'm trying to save them. I'm trying to note when I save them. Because then I save things and I'm like, I'm trying to find pictures of before when I was pregnant with Mason. So that would be 2005. I cannot find those photos. The Today Show wants to put up a picture of me pregnant with my son when I was in Italy. And I know exactly which picture I want to share with them. No idea where it is. Do you have your old computers backed up? Somewhere. And so one of the many, I have like a whole rack of hard drives. I got a whole rack of flash drives. I'm missing my, like half of my wedding photos. This is a problem. It's a problem. And you're on me about my and, emails. I mean, and I'm organized. You know, sort of, they say... Kind of, Look at the what is it the log in your own eye? Oh yes, or 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 the don't throw rocks when you live in a glass castle. What is it? No, I don't know. I don't know. Something like that. There's um, a log in your eye. That's all I'm saying. There's a log in my eye, uh, guys. I got to clean out the log in my eye, the inbox, and the photo stream. Um, so let's talk a little bit real quick about reality shows because I our love reality television. See, I'm not. Can I? You want you want to hear my background on why I'm not a reality fan? I have my theories of why you're not. But go for it. So I, okay, I started off with the reality, like I was of the generation of the real world. Yes. The first like true reality show. Like they, like I was hanging, I was in New York working Seven for Nickelodeon. picked to live in a house. <laughs> and it was like, welcome to the real world, 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 world. My stepdad still does that to me all the time. I'm like, oh, I gotta take the trash out. Welcome to the real world, 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 world. Um, <laughs> So, yeah, and the thing is, I worked for Nickelodeon, they worked for MTV, so a lot of the time I would actually meet up with them. So, as, like, someone who was five to ten years younger than them, I was, like, starstruck by all these, like, the real world people are here. Um, and I watched a few seasons of that, and they told me things like they would leave a book on the table if they wanted them to talk about AIDS, let's say, right? So, they'd leave an AIDS book on the table, and it would, oh, there's an AIDS book, should we talk about, and they'd talk about that, or, like, they would uh, plant things around the apartment for them to discuss or fights to get it you know they mm -hmm. plant fights and stuff like that um anyway then being in the industry and working on sabrina at the time of like the first big writer strike there was the big writer strike coming right, yeah. an actor strike there was this huge strike coming and like all year i want to say it was like season five or six on sabrina 
all year this threat loomed over us of this strike. And everyone was like, what are we going to do? Because this strike is going to go and it's going to last a long time. Mm-hmm. And we're not going to have any television. So we, I know we as a show, we would normally do about 24 episodes that year. We did 26 or 27. Like we did a few extra so that the network would have some to bank to air later. So we we're trying to get them done before the strike happened and all this. And that's where reality sprung from, right? That's right. when it was like, well, we don't need writers and we don't need actors. We can hire people off the street to do random things like jackass or, you know, yeah. or just spar with your family or road you know, rules. That road, was my other favorite from that era. That was a good one. Yeah. So that, them all in a camper and see what happens. Happen. Yeah. What was the Paris Hilton was? Uh, oh, Simple Life. Simple Life, right? That was Her and great, Nicole Richie. Actually. Um, yeah. And so, like, you know, th- that was the dawn of reality shows. And I never really got into them. I do have to say my one guilty pleasure was Kardashians. And I think it's because I related to them in a weird way. Like, all those sisters and one brother, that's the same makeup as my family, um, all having their little inside jokes, always defending each other even when... Um, you, you know, even when they got in fights, it always came back to they were a family mm-hmm. and that never fractured that family. And that's what I stuck with for the longest time. I thought when she had her 72 hour marriage, that was going to be the end of it. And that was kind of the end of it for me. <laughs> but I was like, oh, OK, I can't. But, you know, the, the, what I think the downfall of the Kardashian family, if you want my two sons, um, is that they put each other first in a good way. But then they also put each other first throughout their marriages and stuff. Right. They never took their spouse as that they didn't start a nucleus of their own family family. It was always still about the Kardashian family mm-hmm. first and foremost. And I think that when you get married, my husband had to point that out to me. He's like, we come first. Like we're we're the family now. And everyone else is sort of external and, and filters into it. But we are the nucleus. And that was a hard thing for me to grasp. And I feel like the Kardashians have not gotten that yet. Yeah, I think that is an interesting observation. I mean, they're you know, this amazing family unit but yeah I don't think any of them have had a successful marriage not where it's like yet. it feels like the that that was the most important relationship in their life like it feels like the mom is or the sisters are or you know the brother's kind of fallen off but as far as the last time I watched it but that's my yeah that's my foray that. into reality what are you into since uh oh gosh what am I not into when it comes to reality <laughs> I am a sucker for any of the cheesy game show uh-huh. reality shows, like during the pandemic when Netflix was just rolling them out. So there was like the circle and uh, what's well, that one? Oh, so it's these people and they are living in like an apartment building and they connect via like a social media situation. So they create a profile and they never see each other in person. They just see a picture and they have like some people are catfishing though. So they're not who they say they are. And if you make it to the end, then you win like $100,000 or something. I've never heard of this. It's, But they're living in the same apartment building, but, but they're not allowed to see each other. Yeah. That's bizarre. It's really Do you bizarre. think they're really sneaking next door and like having sex? Maybe. <laughs> they don't show it on TV. But they do form like relationships. Oh, like, so I there's didn't know. like flirting going on. And then at the end, they all get revealed to each other. Oh. And so, yes, I could see budding romances happening. Oh my gosh, during the pandemic, my neighbors in Tahoe, they built a 24-hour camera and built a squirrel um, box, like home, like a, a feeder. And they, oh no, it was chipmunks. It was for chipmunks. And I forget what the name they of the feed website. They chipmunks? So they like set up a chipmunk, like they set up like a little house. He built a little house, attached it to a tree and then put food in it. And so, and then he put a camera in it with a live feed on oh, a website and you could like watch cute. his chipmunks. That's <laughs> really so sweet, cute. actually. I would enjoy that. I think it only lasted like two weeks, but maybe, maybe we'll bring it back here at What Women Binge. We'll bring back the chipmunk. Uh, yeah, maybe I should link to the Mushu cam so everyone can watch my lizard live his life. Go. Do that. Is Mushu, what's the name for that? Is that Mulan? Mulan? It's from Mulan. Yeah. Uh, that's the only Disney movie I've never seen. What? It was just like a time period between my little sister's. And my kids. And it was like there was this time period of like three movies. Amanda's media retreat is just getting more. I know you want to take me on a retreat and we're going to. But I I have to retreat you too. Excuse me. We have some things to watch. One thing. There's one thing that I have not watched that you want me to watch. What? Which one is it? Shawshank. (laughs) Oh, Shawshank. That was literally the one. That's a sin though. Like not to see Shawshank is like. I I feel like that about that thing you do and Mean Girls. I know. Mean Girls. I do have to see Mean Girls. I understand Mean Girls. I feel like I've seen it in pieces and through other people yeah. telling me about it. But yeah, no, I don't. It's don't. so enjoyable. Well, you ready for an enjoyable interview? Yes. I am so excited about this interview. All right. Let me give a little introduction to our friend who's coming out, Garcelle Bouvet. She was born in Haiti 
And by the age of seven, she moved to Massachusetts just in time to start kindergarten. Um, she then headed to Miami when she was 16 years old. She wanted to get this story. She wanted to seek out a modeling career. But while she was at a red light reapplying her lipstick, the head of the, the like owner of the modeling agency sought her, saw her and was like, do you want to model for me? And she was like, you're the reason <laughs> yes, I'm I here. Do. <laughs> I do. Um, her first TV appearance was in the show Miami Vice. Mm-hmm. If you're looking for it, it's episode 18, according to Wikipedia. Um, Then in 1994, she started an Aaron Spelling show, Models, Inc., which makes sense. She was a model and breaking into acting. I mean, perfect segue. Followed closely by playing Fancy for five years in the Jamie Foxx show, which immediately led into four seasons on NYPD Blue. And that's a show. There's a show that people binged when you didn't even binge. I mean, that was appointment television. She graced the silver screen many times, including in the fan favorite Coming to America in 1988. And again, last year in the sequel, as... The Rose Bearer. Remember the Rose yes. Bearer? In the... She's amazing. Yes. I loved her in that. Um, now she's the co-host of The Real, as well as, uh, as of 2020, she was the first, this, I didn't know this, she was mm-hmm. the first black main cast member on the fan favorite show, The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. And if you haven't heard of that, you should check it out. It's so good. Um, yeah, everybody loves away. it. Everybody loves it. So Garcelle was named one of People Magazine's 50 Most Beautiful People in 2014. And she still is. She's gorgeous. She's, I mean, doesn't age a bit, and she's amazing. Um, And got a personality to match. Um, She had a podcast called Going to Bed with Garcelle, which is really fun if you want to check that (laughs) out. She's appeared in numerous music videos. She wrote a children's book series called I Am. Um, And she has a book that you can pre-order now called, called Love Me, as I Am, which I, I just love that title, too. I think there's something interesting with Love Me As I Am and then her I Am book series. Uh, she's also the mom of three boys, just like me, and the mom of twins, like you. So we have to talk to her about that. And I have seen firsthand how she loves to jump in, support her friends in their endeavors, and lend support to many wonderful causes, especially March of Dimes and the Step Up Women's Network. That's a big one for her. So sit tight, because we're about to have a nice, long chat with my friend, Garcelle Bouvet. So every month is a struggle, right? To just eat better and eat healthier. And I don't care if it's New Year's or it's the middle of June or no, it doesn't change. And I'm always trying to eat better. But healthy breakfast doesn't have to be boring because magic spoon. That's right. Breakfast, lunch, dinner, it fits in all day long and it's delicious. They have amazing flavors that you will love without all the bad stuff, right? That's right. Zero grams of sugar. There's lots of protein in there. There's only four net grams of carbs in each serving. And only 140 calories per serving. It's keto-friendly, gluten-free, grain-free, soy-free, and low-carb. Lots of great things there, guys. The variety pack comes with four different flavors, cocoa, fruity, frosted, and peanut butter, so you can try them all. What's your latest mix-up? I know we always talk about mixing these up. Which way have you gone? Well, you know my classic is the chocolate and peanut butter together. Yes. However, frosted and chocolate is like a milkshake. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's like a Neapolitan or something, right? It's so good. What if you put frosted with peanut butter? What do you think, like a vanilla peanut butter? I think I'm going to try that next. That would be really good. So you guys can try it too. Go to magicspoon.com slash WWB to grab a variety pack and try it today. And be sure to use our promo code WWB at checkout to save $5 off your first order. And Magic Spoon is so confident in their product that it's backed with a 100% happiness guarantee, which you will be. But if you don't like it for any reason, they'll refund your money. So remember, get your next delicious bowl of guilt-free cereal at magicspoon.com slash WWB and use the code WWB to save $5 off. Thanks, Magic Spoon, for sponsoring What Women Binge. You know what's really hard? What's that? Creating and sticking with healthy habits. It's really hard sometimes, and especially when the to-do list is just like a mile long. There's like a million things we all have to do, but we still have to try to eat good, right? Yeah, you know what makes it so much easier for me? Let me guess. Splendid Spoon. Yes, I'm telling you, this sponsorship has changed my life. I know. I love it. Because of Splendid Spoon sponsoring What Women Binge, we have both become huge fans. Yes. And we eat it constantly, and we're always reporting back to each other on our favorite. Like, my one of my favorites is the spicy lentil soup. Oh, I'm not I love saying the, lentil soup. the name right, but it's so good. And the broccoli hemp seed oh, soup. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think the bowl. Yeah. It's delicious. And, of course, they have their vegan meatball marinara that's, like, a huge favorite. Oh, so good. And the taco bowl. Oh, my gosh. I could really go on and on. Yes. And the shots. The recovery shots. Or there's a detox shot. The detox shot is great. And the immunity shot. Yeah. And they just give you what you need in that little dose right there. So you guys can get some, too. You can get started and save $35 on your first order of delicious plant-based meals at SplendidSpoon.com slash binge 35. That's right. SplendidSpoon.com slash binge 35 to save $35 on your first order. 
So it comes out to like $6.66 a meal. very much. That's amazing. It's perfect. And we want to thank Splendid Spoon for sponsoring this episode of What Women Binge. All right, you guys, we are here, What Women Binge, and we are here with my dear friend. I've known you forever, Garcelle. Forever. Hi. Hi. Thank you for being here. This is so So happy to be here. I know. This is our first Zoom, so we're experimenting, so... Thanks for thanks for uh, allowing us to use you as our first Zoom guinea pig. I'm so. glad y'all go no, way back. Most people come in studio because I love your studio. We have been keeping it pretty much Nashville based, but we're kind of running out of people. So we're <laughs> like, we're starting to reach out to our LA peeps. And I just, I thought, what better person to have on than you? Especially because our first guest was Candace King and her big show was Housewives. So it just like, I went, she, well, I know Garcelle, so I've got to get Garcelle on here. She'd be very oh, jealous today. Good. Yeah, she would be so jealous. Um, oh my gosh, we have so much to talk about. We want to talk about all the things that you're super duper into, but we also, um, of course, have to give the fans a little a little tidbit of all the stuff going on in your... So we gave the little intro, and I mean, so everybody at home is like up to date on all of your amazing accomplishments from your modeling career, movies, TV shows, hosting, lots of hosting gigs. But we go back to charity work together. Yeah, we've done a lot together. I mean, I used to see you almost every weekend, if not, you know, we would work during the week and then we would do charity on the weekends and I'd love seeing you and I love seeing your kids and it's just great to see your evolution. I know. We did so much stuff for the March of Dimes. We had fun with a yes. group of amazing women, Julie Bowen, Kelly um, yes. Kelly Martin. I wanted to call her by her married name. Um, yeah. And we had so much fun. Every, what was it? Like every Sunday we would meet and like come up with ways to raise money for March of Dimes. Yeah, it, I, I loved it. I really did. And it was really nice to, like we could just do that and not worry about work or what you're working on. It was just like we came together for a great cause. It was always. a fun group of women and we came yeah. up with some great ideas and ways to fundraise. I love March really of Dimes. Fun. Yeah, March of Dimes is amazing. Taking care of those preemies, all those babies. No, so good. Yeah, so you guys both have something. So Garcelle and I have in common that we're both moms of three boys. Mm-hmm. But you yeah. guys have in common that you're twin moms. Yes. I can't even understand that. That Nothing like it. Nothing like it. Shock of a lifetime for me. I have never been more floored. I just started laughing. They're like, there's two in there. Is it is it as hard as you'd imagine, or is it like are there Oh my god. The first year was a blur. I don't remember I I think I've blocked it out. Yeah. I remember one night, uh I heard a cry, obviously. I sat up on the bed, I looked over at the clock next to me and, and it said 315 and I went into the nursery, fed them, changed them, put them back to sleep, like record time, got back in the bed at like maybe 3.30, 3.35, went to sleep. I heard a cry. I sat up. I looked over at the clock and it was 3.45. Oh. <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh. And it was the other one. <laughs> oh, yep. I can't. I can't. I thought it was hard enough when I was like changing diaper or potty training the oldest and breastfeeding the middle one. Like I can't even imagine like both of them needing the same things at the same time. It's like, well, it's never the same time. That's the problem is you want it to be right, the same exactly. time. And it's as soon as you lay your head back down on the pillow, the other one's like, oh, wait. Yeah. You know, yeah. I was hungry. What are the girls names? Golda and Georgia. Oh, how sweet. What about your boys? Jax and Jade, but we spell Jade, J-A-I-D. Oh, beautiful. Yeah, it's fun. And another great thing about Garcelle is she is a huge supporter of all of her friends. And I know that you like you put your kids in when I had a clothing line for a short hot minute. You were putting your kids in King of Hearts all the time on the Absolutely. red carpet, taking pictures of well, the line was super cute. And second, we're supposed to support each other. Yes. That's what friends do. Exactly. And that's why I've already pre-ordered your book this morning. Ooh, I'm yay. on it. I'm so excited. Yeah. The book comes out. When does it come out? April. April right? 12th. Okay, April 12th. And I'm a uh, yeah, nervous, not to be honest. No, everybody should. Is there a lot of pro- so? Uh, so I wanted to ask you about yeah. something that I think might be in your book. Is I wanted to talk. You were on the Cosby Show way back when. I was. I wanted to ask you your experience on the Cosby I was. Show. Well, once you get the book, you will know. <laughs> yeah. So well, yeah, I was. I mean, that's a big. You know, that's one of the big milestones in. You know, I was just starting my career, so that was a big deal to get a part on that show. Yeah, that was a huge, I mean, for me, that was the, like, water cooler, you know, elementary school conversation was what what happened yeah. on the Cosby show last night. So that was a huge show for me. 
Um, for a lot of us, especially in the black community, you know, having a show where, you know, it was positive in the sense that, you know, she was an attorney, he was, you know, a doctor and, uh, and the kids, it, it was just something that we really hadn't seen. And I think that's what made it, you trusted in what you were seeing, you know, it yeah. felt positive and good. Yeah. And uh, yeah. And I mean, I can't even imagine how it was for um, younger black America. Like for me, just being a white girl watching like a fun family that was like having the same kind of problems we were having, you know, and like that it just it was so relatable on so many levels. And and I can't even imagine like for the black community that, you know, that representation, what that must have meant back then. It was huge. Yeah. Yeah. So um, speaking of which. So you is it true that you are the first black cast member of. Beverly Hills. Of Beverly Hills. Just of Beverly Hills. Okay, so just that one. Yeah, the Beverly Hills franchise. They had never had uh, diversity, so that was really... um, I couldn't believe that when I heard that, because it's been on how many seasons? 12 seasons? 12 seasons. Yeah. We're we're about to wrap the 12th season, but interestingly enough, I was saying this, when, um, you know, we've both been in the business for a long time. I've done some incredible things, worked with some incredible people throughout my career, and I had never gotten more attention when the announcement of Housewives. <laughs> because we it, need our housewives. <laughs> I mean, it was crazy. And my, a girlfriend of mine called me. She's like, oh, my God, you're trending. And at the time, I'm like, I'm making pork chops for the boys. Like, what am I trending for? <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. funny. So that was you joined the cast in 2020. Is that right? Uh, yes. 2020 when it aired in 2020. So I just got to know how that, like, is there an audition process? Were you friends with someone? I don't understand. See, I, I'm not, a am not a big reality TV watcher, but I've been trying to catch up because of course I adore you. And now I like, you know, I'm like, well, my friend's on it. I've got to watch. Girl, you got to catch up, get a bottle of wine, get some, your favorite snack. You got to tell us like one of your best tips. Like, okay. First of all, is it like, do you love being on it? Is it like, are you glad you did it? Is it like, I'm glad I did it. Um, I'm glad I did it. It stretched me. It made me grow, gave me a little bit more thick skin, which I needed. Mm-hmm. You would think I'd have thick skin being in the industry so long, yeah. but this is a different kind of thing. Um, so they were interested a few years back and it just didn't work out. My kids were too young. I was going through the divorce and I didn't need, you know, that kind of fishbowl experience. Yeah. So when they came around again, and you and I have this amazing man in common, Gordon Gilbertson. Yes, we have a manager in common who we adore. We adore. And so he called and he said, "Um, I just wanted you to know that, you know, Housewives is interested, but we're going to pass. I just wanted to let you know. (laughs) And so (laughs) I was like, wait, 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 wait. Wait a minute. (laughs) Let me think about it. Because at the time, you know, as an actor... Um, a lot of things don't shoot in LA and I felt like I was everywhere but home. Oh, that's a good time. point. So it and makes so sense for the When family. I slept on it, it was more of, you know, I really want something that's going to keep me home. The boys are going into middle school and I really didn't want to miss out. And, and so it was just timing, like with everything. Yeah. And for me and you, we've always done things. We weren't just actresses. Mm-hmm. So yeah. it wasn't anything like people would go, oh, my God, she's going to be a you know reality star. But I've always done other things as you, you're direct, yeah. you produce. So yeah. it didn't feel that much of a stretch. Well, and you for- and I have always been interested in the talk show space. I mean, obviously, you're on The Real. You're one of the hosts of The yeah. Real. But for a while there, I feel like before leading up to that, I feel like you and I would run into each other at these like, I guess they're, are they even called auditions? I don't know. Yeah, I mean, auditions, tests, you know, tests, chemistry yeah. tests. Chemistry tests, yeah. yes. I feel like we ran into each other a lot there and we're constantly like, I don't know, like I was in and out of the view and the talk and like all, you know, there was yeah. a lot of that. And so you got to get a seat on the reel and hang out and be, and that's what this is, that's what this podcast is for me. Like this is like my, and you have a podcast too. So you understand. I do like, go to bed with Garcelle, but I couldn't, we had, we had to put a pause on that because I just can't do everything. I know <laughs> you got a lot going on with three yeah. boys and now um, you've got cameras in your home watching you be fat. Oh my gosh. You guys get so done up on that show too. I can't oh even God. girl. The closet. It is, I, I feel like for the Kardashian. I get hair and makeup almost every day. <laughs> today I haven't. Thank God. Cause today I, I'm like, you know, I don't do it until later. But what's interesting with that is, yeah, it's a, uh, we, you know, it's part of the show. The glamour of it is part is part of the show. Absolutely. So that's definitely a new thing. But the real is my dream job, and like you said, I've been chasing that dream for a while. 
And uh, I'm that's that like I a normal job. Like I feel like I when I moved to a normal job. Yeah, normal. Yeah, a job. normal job. We are. As, <laughs> it's funny as actresses. No. Like everyone, like you know, fantasizes about being in show business in some way, right? Yeah. But like what's funny is I feel like people in showbiz like kind of want the nine to five. Want like a normal. I wanted a talk show because a regular schedule. I wanted to go to work when the kids were at school and then come home when nice. they were home. You know. And yeah. so I was fighting really hard to be on The View. Funny enough, I was asked to be on The View this week, and I was like, no, I'm not going to do it. I got my podcast now. I don't need that. But, <laughs> <laughs> but, um, but no, it, but, like, that's what I love about this is, like, Amanda and I can come in here and, like, do this when the kids are at school, and then I go home, and it's like, yeah. so I'm sure Housewives is probably like that for you, and then The Real is like that for you. So trying to build that, like, normal-ish life while staying active in our industry. Yeah, totally. And also, you know, being a mom is important and my boys are now 14. Mm. So, you know, I don't have that much longer until they start college and doing their own thing. So I want to soak it in as much as I can. I'm sure. Amanda, do you have any other kids besides? I do. I have a nine-year-old son. Oh, you do? Her oldest is the same age as my youngest. That's how we became friends. Yeah. Oh, awesome. Yeah, but she so she's not counting down just yet, but I feel that pressure, man. The thought of it already like wrecks me. My friends and I were having this conversation via text last night because they sent home a, um, what do you call it? A time capsule. Oh, yeah. For her son. And she's like, well, they graduate in 2033. So they're going to open oh. this on. Not you know, 2033. Well, her her son. Her son's, yeah. Preschool. And so, yeah, he's in first. Oh, first grade. I don't. I, oh, okay. I have no idea what me, the Ginger, years are I forget that my kids graduate. <laughs> Rowan is. But so they sent it home. So they'll open it on March 3rd, 2033 when they're getting ready to graduate high school. And she was just having this like come apart. Like, oh my gosh, why do we have to put a date on it? Like visualizing this is wrecking me as a mother. I, I don't like when things like when there's dates that are going to coincide with the time my credit card expires. I'm like, that seems <laughs> so far in the future. Like, why are we already there? Like, Wait, my credit card's going to expire? That seemed like so long ago when mm-hmm. I got this or whatever, you know? That's hilarious. But yeah, that's, I mean, I'm empty nest syndroming. Like, like I'm already thinking about it. My son gets his license next week. And oh like, goodness. that to me, I always said, yeah, I'm like, that's not, and you're lucky because your boys are in LA. You got, you got an extra year on you. But like with, you know, they're, here at 16, now that I moved to Nashville, it's mm-hmm. 16. And I always said, you don't lose your kids when they're 18. You lose them when they drive. Yeah. Like, you know, because then they don't need you to be their Uber anymore. No, and you don't get that time in the time in the car. Sometimes is like the best time. time the car is big. Yes. Yeah. Have you had any parenting wins recently you want to share? With my twins? Yeah. Well, how um, old's Oliver now? They're old- starting to like girls. <gasps> oh, oh I'm not ready for that. What if they fight over the same girl? Would that be? Is that a thing? Well, you worried about that? that? No, that wouldn't be a thing. They're so different. Okay. I, I always say my kids, you know, just got a ride together because they're so different. Oh, yeah. that's good. They just happen to come in at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> I get that. Holding hands. Yes. My girls yeah. share a face and that's about it. Personality is completely different. And are, are they fraternal or identical? They're identical. Oh, they are. I need they photos. Are. I will send, send you some when we're done. Okay. Oh, and we got to give them your books. Garcelle and I, like, she has this great book and we we kind of, we're trying to work together on these books that she has, this book yeah. series, um, which is amazing. It's the I Am book series, right? Yes. Yeah. And so you have I am mixed. I am living in two homes. Two homes. Yep. And, and then I am, I am awesome. awesome. Yeah. We have to get yeah. those for your girls. They need them. I think we have I am awesome, but I need to get the other two. Yeah. I love that. They're great books. Um, how's your mom? My mom's great. Yeah. My mom and Garcelle keep in touch. Oh, uh, my mom's great. She's the sweetest. She's going to be on the podcast. So we're excited. Yay. She's going to. Amanda's going to ask her all the many questions about me growing up and auditions yeah. and all that fun Raising stuff. Raising you, what were you like? Yeah. Yes. Win, big wins like? and big, like, uh, kind of uh, uh, fails in the industry, right? I think she'll remember all of my auditions and all of my projects, the ones where they were the most difficult and stuff, so that'll be fun. But, yeah, she's doing great. Thank you for asking. So oh, I have a question. You know what I loved about your career? I feel like you were the first one that thought about behind the camera. Well, you actually, know, you know what? We thought we the camera way before anybody else. Bringing it back to Cosby Show, it was actually Malcolm Jamal Warner who inspired me to be a director. Um, I never knew him. I never met him. I follow him on Instagram. But <laughs> knowing when I found out that he directed Cosby Show, like I think yeah. he directed some in the last season or something, I was like, that's 
that's really cool. Like, that's what I want. Then Fred Savage did it. And I was yes. like, okay, that's what I wanted to, you know. So it was like going down that. Well, of course, Ron Howard. But I don't think I really knew about Ron at that time. It was really, right. Malcolm was like the first one that I was like, there's someone I like on a TV show, but he's like taking it another level. And like, that's when I decided I wanted to do that. So, yeah. Very Back proud of you. That closer. was so cool. You were doing it before anybody else. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Well, we have to ask you what you're really into. I mean, the jux right. of this show is to like, what are you, people binge you, but what are you binging? <sighs> what am I binging? Oh my, in terms of TV shows? Anything. Um, I am binging. Well, I used to be a 90 day fiance. Oh, like, addict. yes. <laughs> yes. But now I'm really into home. I'm into home design, like nobody's business. Um, I just bought a little beach cottage and I'm redoing that. So anything home HGTV, I'm obsessed. Do you just like get inspired by it or inspired by it? I love makeovers. I love stories, uh, about the people that are doing it. Like, even if I'm watching a football game, I really care about the stories they tell me about the players. Yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. I love that. So I'm binging anything home. Uh, I don't have a lot of downtime, but when I do home goods, I'm in there a lot. Oh, oh so I was going to say, what's your go-to place for like shopping for the house? Home goods for sure. <laughs> <laughs> She's my people. Love- you yeah. are my people, Garcelle. Wait, my oh friend. my God, for sure. I don't need everything to be high end. No. I'm not that good. What's the version here? So when I moved to Nashville. We have home goods. Home goods at home? At is it home. at home? At home is the one I've been. We have a stock when and When I trade, first moved to Nashville, I went great. to at home. Do you think at home is just a Southern thing maybe? No, I think it's everywhere. Oh, okay. Because I've never yeah. heard of it before. And I was like, okay, this is like my home goods, but maybe, but a little bit different. Like oh. a huge Christmas section. That my was awesome. guilty pleasure oh, is really? bargain hunting. Yeah. I want it. I want the nice thing, but I want it on the cheap. Yeah. So that's, I, it's the thrill of the hunt. Yeah. Like I'm going to go. Do you antique? Do you go antiquing, Garcelle? You guys. I'm not really into antiquing. I was like back in the day, but now I feel like I'm much more modern farmhouse, tropical. Ah, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. So home goods what is the place. What else am I doing? So um, anybody that wants to find you should go to Home Goods and yeah, talk for you sure. there. Okay, okay, good to know. <laughs> for sure, yeah. <laughs> but you know, this whole thing about you know we're still in a pandemic. We're still trying to figure that out, and I'm just so happy my kids are back in school physically. Like yeah. that's a big milestone for me. That's huge. And that's, I, I, are they good at, with at home stuff or no? Did they do good on virtual or my kids didn't do One of them crap. did. One of them did not. Yeah. Mine just sank into the sofa and disappeared for a few months. Oh, so. it was hard. It was really it was hard. hard. Really hard. And then the worst was my little one. Like when it first started, he was in first grade and like trying to get him to sit down and do his stinking work. It, oh, forget it, about it. You know, it would have taken anyone else 20 minutes to do, but it takes him 17 hours. Brain breaks are necessary. Oh, my brain breaks. He would take he would take seven hour brain breaks while he was on YouTube and eating cereal. And I was too tired to fight him every time. (laughs) I actually brought my mom in for some help. That was definitely hard on parents, too. Mm -hmm. Parents, teachers, kids, everybody. Oh, that's when I realized I was not meant to be a teacher. I definitely was not meant to be. Yeah, no, me neither. No No patient. Amanda, name a song by Queen in 15 seconds. Go. Uh, I can sing it. Mama. That's Bohemian Rhapsody. Good job. Good job. But you know what? I think if you were playing on Trivia Star, you totally would have gotten that. I think so. So Trivia Star is a free mobile trivia game, and it has over 60 different categories, and you get to choose the category, right? Yes. My personal favorite is pop culture, but there is celebrities, animals, music, television. So many. I always have to lay it down with my nine-year-old. He needs someone to hang out with him while he goes to sleep. And so I'm always trying to stay awake while he passes out and he's (laughs) snoring next to me. And I'm always playing Trivia Star. So it's super fun for me to like just have a little time to myself and play a little trivia because I love some trivia. And right now, Trivia Star is offering you 2,500 coins and 500 gems when you download and play. Yes, and those coins are great for if you get stuck. You just get some hints with those and they take care of you. And they help you beat the level, yeah. Yes, so if you want to get yours, go to the Apple or Google Store and search for Trivia Star. Download Trivia Star for free today and flex those brains. Yeah, Trivia Star has thousands of five-star reviews in the Apple Store and is the number one trivia game on the App Store. So download it today and challenge yourself. So Melissa, you know our modern diets aren't helping our problems as we age. No, for sure. I mean, our bodies produce less than half of the collagen they did in their 20s. I know. And it makes us feel old. Yeah, because you know what collagen is good for, right? What? It makes our skin, hair, joints, nails, bones. It just helps us look better and feel better. And we need it. 
Oh, is that why I've been looking so fresh these days? That's why, because you've been using Biotrust's Ageless Multi-Collagen Proteins. That must be exactly why. You know, it provides you with five types of collagen needed to support the entire anti-aging process, plus essential amino acids to make it a complete protein. That's right. And many other brands on the market only use one or two types of collagens. Yeah, it supports healthy skin, hair, nails, bones, joints, all of it. It also supports athletic performance, recovery, and an active lifestyle, which we both have. We Well, we both created thanks to Biotrust. Yes, and it supports gut health, it's easily digestible, it's taste-free and odorless, and it's third-party lab tested to ensure purity and potency. And it doesn't clump. Do you hear me? It does not clump. I love that. It's a miracle. It can be mixed in anything hot or cold. There's no artificial colors, flavors, preservatives, or sweeteners. Basically, guys, come on. It's all around good. It's all the stuff you need and none of the stuff you don't. And you need to try it for yourself if you haven't already. Here's what I want you to do. Go to Biotrust.com slash binge, B-I-N-G-E, and get your special offer of up to 51% off today. You'll also get free shipping on your order and support from personal health and fitness coaches to work with you, and they'll share their expertise with you. So that's Biotrust.com slash binge, B-I-N-G-E, to get your special up to 51% off offer. We thank you, Biotrust, for sponsoring What Women Binge. So are there any, uh, are you into any books, podcasts? I mean, so you said you're, so you're taking a break on your podcast, but your podcast is really fun. It was really fun. Listen to me, Melissa the, and, and Amanda. There were nights that I woke up in a cold sweat going, I can't believe I reveal that. Because it was <laughs> always, you know, very sexual, very naughty, but really fun. And just, you know, we, I'd have always have a friend and a celebrity And we would, you know, it was really about celebrating each other and talking about things. There was no mean-spirited thing, completely different than Housewives. (laughs) (laughs) And it was, uh, it was fun. Yeah. And I I really, when we saw the idea, it was to um, do it as a show, a TV show, but then we got shut down because of COVID. And then MGM was like, why don't we incubate it? And as a podcast until the world, you know, does what it does. Yeah. 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 I think it's a great idea. I actually... Whenever I thought about doing a talk show, kind of like you, I was like, oh, it'd be great if someone was like in bed with me having a cocktail. And then and you did it. I was like, wait a second. I want to do that. No, it's that's such we a fun concept. Together. Me, I know. you and Amanda. Well, I need to, when you, when you bring it back, I want to be your first guest back. I want to be on the bed with I you. I would love I want to have a drink. I and that. I loved also, I listened to one with Cheryl uh, Burke and you were talking about, um, like her sobriety and stuff. You, you, re- you went to some tough, t- like not only talking about sex, but like getting deep with people about things that maybe other people don't want to talk about. So that was great. Yeah, she was really great and open. And, you know, I've known Cheryl too, and I would see her out and about. You would have never known. Yeah. Like I never knew yeah. that she had a problem with alcohol. So it was great. I think people felt safe, you know, like with your podcast that you're not going to make anybody look bad. You yeah. know, they're just yeah. here to share experiences. Yeah. Yeah. Share some yeah. stories and chat about some stuff. And yeah, but that was, she really opened up. It was really nice. That was a nice episode. Yeah, that was really funny. And then I had an episode with Jamie Foxx where he was like, I can't believe you're talking like this. <laughs> that was really fun. Did he keep calling you fancy? Uh, no, he doesn't call me that. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. You know, I actually watched that back. Like, I don't know that I've ever really watched the Jamie Foxx and, um, show. And I watched the first episode. And you were, I mean, from the get-go, your first line, not only are you hot as all mm-hmm. hell like I mean it's like insane so but like you delivered that, those lines like I mean that first for a pilot episode too where like you were like on your comedy your timing oh your- my god thank you I was so scared I had never done comedy I was so happy that I took a groundlings class prior oh. to getting that job because with Jamie it was like improv we would rehearse during the week but once they brought the audience him being a stand-up comic yeah he would just get so high off the energy of the audience that he wouldn't stick to the script. So it was kind of like, where's it going? What do I do? What's he going to do? So it was really a great exercise for me. Yeah. He, cause he goes and you kept it. So, you know, sometimes there's the female role, especially when it's the funny guy, the female role tends to be like the kind of the dry, the like, you know, grounded, but you were able, you like held your own, and like grounded it and delivered those lines and hit the timing. I mean, I was, I was really impressed. I, I think you're like one of the few people that I know that can do all of these things. You're a fantastic wow. talk show host. You're a fantastic comedian. You're fantastic on screen. You're a model. You're like, I mean, you're hitting all of it and you're killing it's it. Crazy. Who is this woman? It's you. <laughs> We're looking at her. Whoa. Multifaceted. Multi, multifaceted. Yeah. I just like to switch it up. You know, I think it's part of being a Sagittarius. I, 
I, I get bored easily. So I like to keep it fresh and moving. And I think that's probably what lends it lends me to doing all these different things. Yeah, I agree. I, and I, th- I think that's the, the nature of the actor too, right? We don't want to, we don't want to be stuck in the same character for two. Like everybody wants us to revisit this or revisit that, but it's like, mm-hmm. you know, and we fall in love with our characters, but we're ready to move on and we want to slip into different skins mm-hmm. and, you know, try different yeah. personalities. And yeah, absolutely. And I remember one acting teacher saying that don't sit by the phone waiting for the call, go live life so that you can play life. Yes. Oh, thank you. Patty, actually, Patricia Heaton was on, um, before I and that was actually yeah. advice that she said too. Yeah. Was you've got to be able to live your life to be able to play these roles. Exactly. So I, feel like I got that- to work with her on, um, her second Oh, you were on Carol's second act. That's yes, right. Yeah. yeah. So lovely. She's I amazing. mean, for somebody who's had such an amazing career, I thought she'd be a little bit, you know, off, not off putting. She would be a little bit more like, I'm Patricia Heaton. Like a little cold or something. Yeah. She would tell me all kinds of stories. Lovely. She's one of our good friends here. We've been hanging out a lot. She's actually my neighbor. She's in Nashville. Yeah, she's in Nashville. We both moved here like the same month. And she reached out to me on Instagram and we've like became buddies. So she's she's absolutely lovely. And yes, it's funny because you guys gave similar advice, like or were given similar advice that that took you took you far, you know. So Yeah, she's lovely. I I really I'm a fan. So I, I, okay, I don't know much about Housewives, as I said before. I just need to ask you, so who are the friends and who are the, like, did you have friends on the show before? And are there people that have become enemies, but were friends? Like, how does that shift? (laughs) I did have friends on the show. I've known Lisa Rinna for 20 years. Also, Denise Richards, I've known for a long time. And Kyle uh, Richards, I would see, you know, here and there in Beverly Hills at events, you know? Mm-hmm. And so coming on the show, you have to have a friend introduce oh. you. So I came on the show and then Denise left because she was being, she had a tough season. Oh. My first season was her toughest. And, uh, and she ended up going, I can't take it. And she left. Okay. Okay. So I've made some friends on the show. Sutton Strack is one of my friends who I can say is truly my friend outside of the show. We hang out. We both single moms and she has three kids. I have three kids. And so we bonded over a lot of things. But, you know, the show is tough. And when I say that, because you want to build, you're supposed to build these new friendships. But at the same time, these friendships sometimes are veiled as friendships, but maybe they're not. So do you, like, how do you, what if there's no conflict going on? Like, obviously these shows have to, they, they live on conflict. How do you like, do you ever create the conflict or do you, do they create, do they throw things in and like, do the producers ever get involved? No, I mean, it's really not scripted. Like the first time I was shooting in my house, the cameras were there, the producers and stuff. And, and, um, and I'm waiting for action. (laughs) (laughs) And they've already been filming you and you didn't even know. And they were like, uh, we don't do that. Just live your life. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. That's the opposite. So I worked with Mario Lopez on a few Christmas movies, but the last one I did, I directed him in last year. It was called Feliz Navidad. And it was so funny because he's been doing so much extra, like hosting on extra. Yeah. Wait, is it extra? Oh, wait, I can't even yeah, remember. Yeah. Okay. He would count himself. Like if he had to do it, if he like flubbed his line, no way. he wouldn't even let me say action. He would just go, and three, two. <laughs> and he would like count himself in. I'm like, what are you doing? Like. It's funny. And then, you know, my mom, my mom had to direct one of our Christmas movies because uh, Joe Mazzello, who was supposed to direct it, went off to do Bohemian Rhapsody the day before our movie started. So my mom was like, I guess I have. Yeah. He like he got this big part. My mom was freaking out. She's like, what am I going to do? But I can't not let him go do Bohemian Rhapsody. Like and that movie is one of my favorites. And he yeah. And he's brilliant. And we've known him since he was a little boy. So my mom's like, I got to let him go do it. But nobody knows the locations or the sets like me. So I guess I've got to direct it. You got to help me. But it was funny because she's used she was fine with saying cut, could not remember to say action. You just reminded me of that. Sorry. It was like she Mario's on Access Hollywood, actually. Oh, Access Hollywood. He's on Access Hollywood. Whoops. Oh, sorry, Mario. Oh, I should okay, we'll, know that. We'll, we'll fix that, right? You can fix yeah, that. We'll fix so, that. We just see him everywhere. We're just like, it's Mario. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Mario. Um, yeah. Okay. So we have to ask you, we have these questions. We do. Okay. For everybody asks that we ask them the same questions. I love so, that. So, all right. What shows are listed under your continue watching on your Netflix queue or any streamer? Um, Selling Sunset. I love. Yes. Um, I said 90 Day Fiance before. 
I also love Million Dollar Listing, HDTV. It's on home stuff. I watched recently that I love. Oh, I mean, I try to watch movies, but I, I really find that I'm best when I can do an hour and then I can do other things because because I don't have a lot of time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're trying to I'm squeeze not it really in. a binger. I did watch the Janet Jackson documentary. Oh, how was that? Oh, that was so good. Oh, and I've also been watching a lot of Lifetime. Oh, nice. Um, I watch it so much. My kids were like, um, mom, there's a lot of killing in these shows. <laughs> well, I've got one that's going to be coming out later this year. You'll have to, you can binge that. Oh, Okay. What is your, a book that's been on your nightstand, like a little too long that you haven't gotten through? Untethered Soul. Oh, what's that one about? I think I've heard of that. Um, it's really a self-help book about, you know, what we say to each other, the negative thoughts we say to each other. And every now and then I feel like I need to go back to it. And also Miriam Williamson's uh, Return to Love. Oh, she's great. Yeah. That's yeah. one of my favorite authors. Um, do you have a oh, go-to? I just got Rick Ross's, uh, Rick Ross's book called Boss Up. I think it's called Boss Up. Yeah. Okay. So when do you, do you read like, well, you don't really have a trailer at the Housewives, right? You're kind of like hanging out in town or going to restaurants and stuff, right? Yeah. Drinking lots and getting dressed up. <laughs> oh, that's where I would get in trouble. Like, if I had to be on that show, you give me one drink, my She's New York done. accent comes out, and I start spilling all the beans. She'll be dancing oh, everywhere. We need you. We need you. We need you as a housewife. <laughs> well, that's what I want to ask you. What happens when, like, if you get bored, like, if things get boring for a second, like, how do you spice it up? Do you have a, do you have a few drinks? Do you knock someone out? Do you take the earrings it's off? And never, trust me, it is never boring. You have eight <laughs> women that are, Huge you know, independent bosses have their own opinion. It's never boring. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. Good point. Yeah. I mean, hence, that's why the show's been on so long and goes yeah. to every city in the world now, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, okay, do you have like a, a podcast or maybe an audiobook or something you listen to on a long commute? Um, Podcasts, I do. I mean, I, there's a lot of them. It's really hard to pick. There's so many. Um, Two Funny Mamas, Sherry Shepard and Kim Whitley, I listen to just because they crack me up. Oh, I'll have to listen to that one. I'm gonna yeah. That and right what's now. the girls, the three girls, Kelty? Oh, the Lady Gang. The Lady Gang. Hello. Oh, okay. That's the podcast, yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah. All right, I'm, 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 yeah, we're writing these down. We're going to start okay. subscribing <laughs> to all these. I yeah. love, I, I'm loving po podcasts I just discovered like a few years ago, right before I did my me own. Me too. Me too. <laughs> yeah. And all of a sudden I'm like, I love these. I've, I'm it's, doing my best to get into them. The more yeah. and more we're doing them, the more and more I realize, like, I like what we're making. There's probably a lot that you I'm would missing like. out there's on. a lot you would like. There's, yeah. there's, yeah. It's kind of like masterclass in a way, too. You can find yeah. something for anything you want. Totally. That's exactly right. Um, is there a show you watch only so you can have something to talk about with other people? Don't say Real Housewives. <laughs> say, no, 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 no. I would say, um... Like The View or Good Morning America, because I can get a little bit of everything. Oh, yeah. So then I feel like I'm well-rounded. But also The Real. I mean, we talk about everything. I love The Real. Oh, you got to do yeah. a lot of homework for that, too, probably, right? Like, you got to yes, know the hot girl. topics and yes. the whole thing. I can wow. tell you anything about pop culture. I can tell you that about the news. Oh, my gosh. I, I can't. Like, I watch, like, the Thanksgiving Day Parade, and I'm like, I don't know who half these performers are. Or, like, you know, luckily I know who the Super Bowl people were this year. But, like, otherwise, I have no clue. That's hilarious. Um, what about your all-time favorite movie? Oh, I would say Steel Magnolias is one of them. <gasps> oh, I need to rewatch that. Oh, I told I you she was that bad. movie. Oh. Also, Dead Poet Society, although uh, Robin Williams, that was the first time I saw him do drama, and I was like, oh, my God, that is so good. That's it. That's I, a I stellar stuff. Um, I like older movies, honestly. Yeah. And my favorite time of the year is when, like, Movies are coming out for like Oscar contention or you know, yeah, um, award season. Yeah. I love that. The screen when the screeners come out and I got to vote for the SAG awards. I'm like, yeah. all about. I'm take, it. I take my job very seriously. I'm like, I got to watch all these movies. That's right, kids. Don't bother me. I'm doing work. Yes, um, Minari <laughs> is one of the ones I loved last that year. That was too. so good. I did not so expect good. to like that, but I have to say my favorite was Trial of Chicago Seven because I felt like I didn't really know that story and I was blown away. And the performances? The performances. I mean. Sasha Baron Cohen did a fantastic, like, for someone amazing. who has to be so obnoxious and yet smart and hippie and and high and, like, all, like, he was amazing. He was amazing. I was just about to say his name before you said it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's great. Um, a beauty product that you can't live without. Aquaphor. Oh, really? What do you use it for? 
Like the face? I use it. You can buy it at any drugstore. I use it on my lips, on my elbows, when my kids were little, you know, diaper rash, everything, anything. It's always in my car, in my purse, everywhere. They do have a good chapstick. I do use, I keep well, the Aquaphor chapstick. Well, so. yeah, you still look like you're, uh, you know, back, you're rose bearer in um, Coming to America. Smoke and mirrors, but thank you. No. Uh, no, not, I uh, know. Um, not these days with Zoom, right? Um, yeah, okay, what true. about a show that you didn't think you would like, but you, oh no, the opposite. A show you thought you would like, but you ended up disliking. Is there one of those? Oh, everybody loves, what's that girl in Paris? Emily in Paris? Emily in Paris. Mm-hmm. Because of the fashion, it's in Paris, but I watched and I was like, eh. Yeah, yeah, I tried to get into it. I didn't get into it. I think I watched one episode. I think I need to try oh again. Oh my God, you guys, the three of us are, you know, in <laughs> I know. line. We're, it's kismet. Um, yeah. Okay. If you were on a deserted island, what would be one food you would take with you? <gasps> this is oh, always so telling for me. That's so <laughs> I would say sushi, but it wouldn't last oh. very long because it's it all up. No, that. But uh, that's funny because Kim Paisley said sushi, and I yeah. thought that was such an odd choice, but it's so awesome because it's like everything wrapped in one. It's very yeah. smart. I wouldn't have thought of that. Like no. it's so like all encompassing. Like you got your fish, you got your veggies, you got your rice, yeah. you got your seeds. I like it. I want some right now. <laughs> now you're making me hungry. Um, what's a book that's on your bucket list that you've been wanting to read like your whole life and never have? Um, I just read Becoming, which I love, the Michelle uh, Obama, mm. that I want to read. Like, like they're a classic. Mine was like, well, like I, I think someday I need to read War and Peace. The Diary of Anne Frank. Oh, that's mm-hmm. a good one. Yeah. Because right? it makes it sounds like you're really smart. Yeah, well, it's also like one of those stories. It's if I remember correctly, it's not very long. It's and not. It's, it's not. No, no. it's it's because it's a it's a book that they do a lot, and like that's why I feel like I missed out on Uncle Tom's Cabin. Like it's like, did you like sometimes required school? reading? Well, I, yeah. did, I did, but like I went to public yeah. school till like ninth grade. But it's you know sometimes I feel like that required reading that we missed out on. Like not all of yeah. us got the same things, right? Like some yeah. did To yeah. Kill a Mockingbird, and some did yeah. By the Cage Where, where you are sing. in the country, probably. Changes a lot. Depends, yeah. yeah. And who your like, teacher is. One of my boys is about to read Romeo and Juliet, and he's like, oh, that sounds really boring. And I'm like, no, it's about love. And I said, but don't get any ideas. <laughs> <laughs> Finding each other. And so. Yeah, no, my son, be- actually, my 14 year old, 13 year old, just did uh, uh, The Outsiders, and I read it with him, oh. and it was so fun to read that again. Oh, how cool. Such a good book. That one got me, like, I'm like, I got to read more of these, like, That's classic, cool. you know, kid books, not kid books, yeah. but like, the ones we read as kids. Um, what about a movie that you feel like you should have watched, but you haven't yet? Oh, believe it or not. What's that classic Christmas movie? It's in black and white. Is it 34th oh, Street? That's it. Mir- oh, Miracle on 34th Street? Yes. Oh, that's a Never good seen it. one. I just, yeah. wa- you know what? I wrapped my presents this year and watched it. It's a good one. Oh, you did? You got to check it out. Natalie Wood is stellar as a child actress. She was amazing. And how gorgeous. Um, a workout or a class that you're obsessed with? Pilates. It's always Pilates. For oh, me. oh, that's good. I gotta. I've been trying yeah. to get her to do Pilates with me. She's <sighs> well. Now that Garcelle said it, I might have, you to, do have it. to do it. Amanda, <laughs> make her do it. I'm gonna try. She's she gonna makes me, me do hot yoga, and it's like the worst. I know. I hate hot yeah, yoga. You wouldn't catch me doing that. <laughs> I just feel like I need two things going on at once. I need to be sweating like I'm in a sauna and stretching yoga ish stuff. Like I can't. It's you know half the class. I'm just laying on the floor like. Praying for the end to come. I know. I'm just thinking, should I use the bathroom just to get outside and get some fresh air? Like, should right. I, that I have would to be me too. Yeah. Um, okay. Your most juicy guilty pleasure. Oh, juicy guilty pleasure. Um, I would say drinking, drinking tequila. <laughs> there you go. All right. right, Then we also, oh, we do you have your phone near you? We have to ask you how many unread emails are in your inbox? (laughs) You don't want to know. Let's see. No, this is, this is the thing that's always so telling. I know. Okay. How do I do unread? So just the little red dot on the, on your. Like what's the number when you look at your mail app? Oh my God. Are you ready? Yes. 73,499. She is my people. Oh my gosh. (laughs) You're the set. You almost beat Amanda's got 90. She had 92,000. I, I made her. I I know. So Amanda excited. got so excited. <laughs> that is such a great question. Oh my gosh. I'm going to have to come over and help you too. I'm trying to help this one over here with hers. Listen, listen, Linda. Oh, she just wants wait. to change. I had mine at 39 this week and I was so proud. And now it's exactly 50. No, wait, no. does that say 60? No, it says 50. 
So, you know, Amanda, when you deal with things like breakouts or you get to be my age and it's signs of aging and a little wrinkles and oh. uneven tones to your skin. Like I got this a little sunspot on my nosy I'm trying to get rid of. Yeah, this is where we are. But apostrophe. It's making it so much better. Yes, apostrophe will help you get glowing skin this year. Am I glowing? You're glowing. Because I've really been using, been using it. I know. Apostrophe is a prescription skincare company that offers science-backed oral and topical medications that are clinically proven to help clear acne. An apostrophe will connect you with a board-certified dermatologist who will create a personalized treatment plan that is perfectly tailored to your unique skin. Yeah, all you got to do is go to Apostrophe's online quiz, and then you fill in your skin goals and your medical history, take a few selfies, send it, and their dermatologist will create your customized treatment plan. And it treats all types of acne, from hormonal acne, facial acne, even chestny, bacne, and buttony, which I, I didn't know was a I word, but I love buttony, it. But there, it, I, I can imagine that's a real thing. If you've so got if you that have problem, chest knee, back knee, butt knee, you need to get on apostrophe. So whatever your skincare goals are, we have a special deal for our audience today. Save $15 off your first visit with an apostrophe provider at apostrophe.com slash WWB when you use our code WWB. This code is only available to our listeners. To get started, just go to apostrophe.com slash WWB and click begin visit. Then use our code WWB to sign up and you'll get your first visit for only $5. $5. That's apostrophe. A-P-O-S-T-R-O-P-H-E. Did I spell that right? A-P-O-S-T-R-O-P-H-E dot com slash WWB. And use that code WWB to get your dermatologist crafted treatment plan for $5. Thanks, Apostrophe, for sponsoring What Women Binge. You know, sometimes in order to go green, you have to get blue. That's right. Blue land. Blue land. Blue land was founded on the belief that a cleaner planet starts by eliminating plastic waste while creating powerful and effective cleaners for your entire home. And they are so effective. I have cleaned my entire house with blue land. And I'm telling you, from kitchen, dish soap, all the way to toilet bowl cleaner, this stuff is amazing. Your whole house will smell so good. And you can be guilt-free about what you're using you're not wasting plastic. You're not harming the environment. You it's, get that. I love their hand soap duo, but you get like that one delivery and you get your glass bottles. And then all you get after that to fill your hand soap is you fill it up with water and you put a tablet in. And that's it. It comes in a little paper wrapper and you throw that little paper wrapper away. The tablet dissolves nicely in the water and you've got a nice foaming hand soap. I love it. And also right now, back by very popular demand is Blue Land's toilet tablet cleaner, which you love, right? I Love it. It smells so good. And my toilet's sparkling. Yeah, everyone, you got to get this before it sells out again. You can get 20% off your first order if you go to blueland.com slash binge. That's B-I-N-G-E. That's 20% off your first order of any Blue Land products at blueland.com slash binge. Blueland.com slash binge. And get 20% off your first order. And thank you, Blue Land, for saving our planet and for sponsoring What Women Binge. Okay, Amanda's going to ask you some this or that. So just, you know, literally okay. this Ooh, or I like that. this or that. Everything. Okay. Wine or beer? Oh, beer. Oh. Well, this one's easy. Housewives or Kardashians? <laughs> Hello, housewives. <laughs> Pizza or tacos? Pizza. Soft or firm in the mattress department? Ooh, firm. <laughs> I hope it's the mattress department. <laughs> I know, right? Firm across the board. <laughs> Always give her firm. Okay. Beach or mountains? Beach. Uh, coffee at home or going to Starbucks? Going to Starbucks. Sweet or salty? Sweet. Country no, or rock? salty, salty, oh. salty. <laughs> okay. She flipped it on us. Country or rock? Rock. Dogs or cats? Dogs all the way. <laughs> Art or sports? Art. Wow, even with three boys. Yeah, I know, right? Probably well, you're you're a lot of sports. Me what I want to do. Yeah. I'm always at a sport event, sporting event. So if you come down here to Nashville, we'll go to the Frist Museum instead of going to the Titans game, I guess. We'll send the boys to the Titans game. Unless and we'll the go boys to- are with us, right? Yes. <laughs> so I have one last question. I know we've got to wrap up soon, but uh, I have to bring it up, or my son will kill me. So you are so known for so many roles, but I don't yeah. know how well known you are for your um, role as the wife of. Vulture. Oh you know, that was so much fun. I I hadn't done a Marvel movie. I was sitting at home and Gordon called and he said, I have a project, uh, an offer for you. It's a project that I can't tell you about. And I'm like, 
what? <laughs> I was like, uh, this does, doesn't sound good. And he said, all I can say, it's Marvel. And I said, yes, I'll do anything. <laughs> yes. That would be my answer. <laughs> oh my too. gosh. How many people say, like, does anybody say no to that? I want to know. <laughs> no, Surely not. no one, no one. And I remember I was in Atlanta shooting and I was missing the first day of school. And I was kind of, you know, how mom guilt and, uh, and some, one of the, I think one of the actors on set was like, Tell them you're with Spider-Man. You get street cred. They're never going to exactly. care. Exactly. <laughs> well, and that's why that really cool. my son would just, he'd be like, that, she knows Spider-Man. Like, no. <laughs> Let me tell I will you ask. I will bring it up. <laughs> you got to come by and visit us when you come down here. I yes. would love that. Yeah. I would love that. I want to hug you. I know. Air Air hugs. Hugs. Virtual hug. Virtual hug. Thank you for being I'll here. Come back and, I'll come back and talk about the book. Please do. Yes, 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 yes. Absolutely. We we'll, we'll all read it. We'll make sure everybody reads it and we'll Correct. let's do that. And uh, we have to ask you for a secret that we're going to put in our jar here, but we're going to have one of the guys um, in our crew write it out for us. So we don't, because at the end of the we season, we're going to look at it and try to guess who is the secret. Yes. Everybody oh, I love that idea. So if you have a good little <laughs> secret, you can share it with us. But it's a secret okay. that's not in Love Me As I Am. Okay. Yeah, it's yeah. not in there. It can be something okay. really superficial, like you have a third nipple, something, you know, <laughs> whatever. And nobody that. will know. And we'll just guess that it's Chris Caraba. <laughs> Thank you, Garcelle, so much for being here. You're welcome. Thank you for having me. Love, Love you guys. You. Love you. Mwah. See you soon. All Bye. right. Bye. Bye. Thank you guys for joining us for What Women Binge. You can connect with all of us on your favorite social media platforms. We have at What Women Binge, Amanda. I'm at Amanda WWB. I'm at Melissa Joan Hart. And if you haven't already, you can subscribe anywhere you get podcasts. You can find all of our links at whatwomenbinge.com and subscribe on YouTube. Our wonderful theme song was written and produced by my cute husband, Mark Wilkerson. What Women Binge is produced by Laughagram Studios, video production by Matt Giesler, and audio by Matt Lott, and production assistant Jennifer Best. What Women Binge is distributed by Podcast Heat. For more information, visit podcastheat.com.